Hey, good evening, everyone. Um, this is your host. Welcome to another episode of Daily Mind. I'm back with another episode on this rainy, somewhat stormy Tuesday night uh, that we got going on out here. Like I said, it hasn't rained very much. Um, I guess this is some welcome relief for some people. To me, it's just rain. I'd rather have some snow out here, but snow kind of comes in between. <clears throat> you know, and be honest with you, where I live at, uh, snow could be uh, a little crazy, especially this area that doesn't snow very often and people don't know how to drive with or without snow out here. So, yeah. Anyway, uh, welcome to the Daily Mind. Um, Let's do this. So we tonight's episode is going to be about growing up in the 90s. Um, now, <clears throat> this may not, you know, resonate with everybody because, um, well, according to my um, analytics, this should relate to quite a few people because <laughs> I have a very somewhat older um, age group that listens to this show. And there's nothing wrong with that. You know, what I mean, I guess we all relate somehow. Um, what inspired this episode is every day. I'm like, when I work, I'm like one of the oldest, right? Um, and a lot of people that I work with in my company is basically younger, you know, a lot younger than me. That's for sure. I'm like one of the oldest people in my company, um, in the military. It's funny because I can talk about certain things and they just don't get the reference, right? I mean, there are a few people that is around my age group and I can have conversations with them about things of the nineties or in the past and it just relates, but uh, yeah, that's and also too, they always, they always get on me about my age. Now I will show a picture of myself eventually in this podcast cover, um, but not right now. It'll be uh, season three. I'll finally have a picture of myself. Just got to find the right one. And by the way, I am thirty-seven years old, but trust me, I, I get the reactions that I get when I tell people how old I am is just bonkers. And they just like, no, there's no way. I'm like, you know, that whole black don't crack thing. You know, it's true to a point you know it's, it's absolute truth to that um but i'm gonna get into it so as you know you heard my age so obviously you know i was born in 1985 right don't have very much memory of the 80s but sure and hell have a lot of memories of the 90s um you know i'll you know the the cult like the uh, pop culture the technology the toys the whole nine yards i remember the 90s so vividly year by year Right. Um, so the 90s for me started off a bit rough. Um, I lost my mom in around 1989, 1990 and was adopted by my aunt. And that's where the rest of life took place. Right. So I didn't really have too much time or very much memory of my mother, but um, I was adopted by her sister, my aunt. And everything just went from there through the 90s. Right. Um, let's get into like, I guess, um, I guess my favorite aspect of the 90s, I'll be honest with you, was TV. Um, to this day, I still yearn for older television shows. Um, the new stuff, yeah, it's all good and all, but I, I yearn for something a little bit older. I mean, let's say, for example, one of the biggest things um, I used to love watching in the, you know, growing up in the 90s was TGIF. Um, I did an episode way last uh, season about sitcoms in the 1990s and i did mention tgif but tgif was just the shit you know what i mean it was like the end of the week the weekend was there uh didn't have to wake up for um i didn't have to wake up for school the next day it was just tgif a two-hour long block of very hilarious funny tv shows and for what i remember at the time um you know it was family matters full house boy meets world it, you know the shows kind of like var uh, varied over time um, but man, it was just some of the fun, some of the most fun that I would watch on TV. Um, 
was like Family Matters. Family Matters, I would say, in the entire TGIF lineup of the 90s, I think Family Matters was definitely the one show I tuned into. And of course, like, you know, eventually Boy Meets World and all this other stuff like that. And again, TV is a big thing for me growing up. I, I watched some incredible TV shows that came out in the 90s. Um, drama shows. One of my favorite drama shows, I think, from the 90s was New York Undercover. Uh, for those who don't know, um, New York Undercover, I think, was uh, produced by Dick Wolf. Um, he is the guy that does all the Law & Order um, series and stuff like that. It was a cop show, uh, drama of sorts. It didn't last very long. I'd say about maybe four years, maybe five. But I know for a fact four years. Um, I used to like stay up late to watch that. And, you know, I used to get yelled at to go to bed, you know, and stuff like that. Um, it was always just fun to watch. But, I don't know, the TV for me was just was just awesome. You know, you had the Simpsons that was on at the time. Um, I'm not big of a Simpsons fan. I'm sorry if that may offend some of you. But, I mean, I like it. The new stuff, not much. But I can go back to some 90s episodes and definitely watch the hell out of that. Um, and some of the cartoons, too. Oh, God, you had Tiny Toon Adventures. I know I'm sparking some sort of nostalgia with my listeners here. But, yeah, you had Tiny Toon Adventures. You had, um, yeah, Pokemon started in the 90s. Uh, you had Captain Planet. You had Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles that kind of went into the 90s as well. It's so many damn cartoons. And and also, too, Saturday morning cartoons, I think, peaked in the 90s, period. I, I mean, like, um, the the, <clears throat> the network I used to watch for Saturday morning cartoons was ABC. Um, used to have a segment called One Saturday Morning and stuff like that. And I that most of the shows that I've wa- watched and liked came from ABC in the mornings. Of course, every network offered Saturday morning cartoons. Uh, you had CBS, uh, NBC, Fox, everybody, you know, offered um, a block of kids' cartoons. And the sad part is that this generation will never under will never see again as Saturday morning or uh, will never know how it feels to watch Saturday morning cartoons. Like, it was always the best. Man, you woke up, you had your bowl of cereal. Uh, for some mornings, it would be me waking up to play video games, or sometimes I'll watch cartoons. But, you know, at the time, that that's the options you had, and it was just a fantastic feeling just to get up Saturday morning, boom, 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 cartoons. And then for me, it would be like, okay, 12 o'clock shows up, and then Soul Train would come on. Yes, Soul Train went for about up until the 2000s, yes. And that would come on and that would just like conclude half the day already just watching stuff. I know like back in the 70s and 80s, it was Kung Fu Saturdays for some of my older listeners out there. That's what you guys would kind of like watch um, after some Saturday morning cartoons. And then I guess go practice your karate moves outside and shit, what you learn, your Kung Fu moves. (laughs) So um, I would say definitely the biggest aspect was TV and, you know, the technology aspect of it, right? There was a lot of new tech happening, right? You had, uh, you had Furbies, you had um, those little Tiger Electronic, um, those handheld little games. I used to have one of those. I had a Mortal Kombat one, and I had a Street Fighter one. You know, those are really cool collectibles now, and I think they might even came back out in limited numbers. I ran into a um, as a, as a uh, somewhat of a toy novelty store here in Clarksville um, in the mall, the Governor Square Mall. And they have a store that sells calendars and all these like different versions of Monopoly. And I think they have some of those Tiger games there too. Like it was uh, definitely one of those things I got for Christmas a couple of times. Um, that's for sure. Um, yeah, it was just a lot of awesome toys. I mean, for me, the big thing was video games. It was oh, every year I would ask for video games. At the time, it was Sega Genesis, Super Nintendo, and then eventually the PlayStation came out. The N sixty four came out. Um, 
I don't know. It, it just seemed like in the 90s, growing up in the 90s, you didn't have a, a care in the world, man. It was way less stressful than what the kids nowadays are dealing with. I mean, you may not think so, but kids nowadays are dealing with 10 times more stress than uh, us kids growing up in the 90s. And you think to yourself, why would a kid be so stressed out? I mean, shit, look what's going on around you, impeding war. And I mean, every generation grew up with these things, but it seems like it's just turned up 100 to the max. Right. It's um, it's jarring to, to even think like, you know, kids have to go through what they go through, man. And and a lot of the stuff they're exposed to online and social media and stuff like that. It's 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 scary. It's scary to say the least. Right. Um, Like what else from the 90s? I mean, ugh, the music. Yes. The music Um, for me. Um, living in New York, the the radio, the top premier radio station I would listen to is High ninety seven, right? Um, my favorite genre of music is hip hop and R and B. Um, love R and B though. I think R and B would be on the top of the list of uh, music genres for me. Now listen, I will listen to anything that sounds good, but when it comes to R and B, especially going up to like as late as the mid two thousands, I am in because the nineties. That's when R&B peaked, right? I'm I'm sorry. That is when R&B peaked. You had uh, you had Jodeci, TLC, 702. Um, Jay Z eventually came out. You had Boys to Men. You had like R&B was at its fucking peak, right? And a lot of artists um, that came out as well. You know, rap artists. You had Wu Tang. You had Busta Rhymes. You had Onyx. You had House of Pain. Um, man, I can go on and on. In terms of the 90s, man, as I'm talking about this, I'm all the nostalgia just sparking up um, where I first heard the songs, um, where I first played the games, when I where I first seen the TV shows, all that, all of that. Right. I mean, this is that's a generation we'll never see again. I mean, to that point, like with such hard hitting celebrities, artists, technology, all that. I mean, I listen, we are just about I wouldn't even say we peaked in technology. We, there's still way more cool shit to get done. But the 90s was it, man. It, it opened the floodgates, man. And speaking of gates, Bill Gates, right? He introduced Windows. Uh, Windows uh, Windows 95 was a big deal. For some reason, it was almost as crazy, if not crazier, than a video game release, right? When Windows 95 came out, um, it was a big fucking deal, man. There were people lining up, grabbing their copies of Windows 95, and that kind of changed the game, especially for uh, internet surfing, Um you know what I mean? That that was a big change. AOL. Yes, for those who held on to the AOL emails to the very last day, you know what I'm talking about. Your AOL, your AOL username and all that cool shit. Yeah, AOL was a big deal. I remember um, getting all these free trial CDs. This shit was getting on my nerves. We would get them in the mail. Um, they will come in magazines. And Hey, listen, they were free trials, so you saved some money. Um, getting all these damn CDs and just uploading them and getting some free online, um, which is awesome. But I mean, the the internet compared to where it is now was very, uh, oh, it was uh, primal. It was very, it wasn't all there. You know what I mean? It was primitive. It was new. You know what I'm saying? Web pages took a long time to load just to see one tit. Probably took about maybe one or two minutes, depending on your 56k modem and i you know and that was another thing too like nowadays we got wi-fi everybody can go online uninterrupted but back then you had the 56k modem and it shared the house phone line 
the landline. And when you tried to go online, you were blocking calls. And when you were trying to call, you were blocking the internet. So you had to sit there and fight with your siblings on that. Now, I didn't really have that problem per se, but um, yeah, it, it was just... Um, it was just a hassle, but man, it was the internet. You had your own computer in your room. You know what I mean? You're a kid with a Super Nintendo in your room, a Sega Genesis, a computer in your room, all the whole nine. You were just living up in the 90s, man. But, you know, being a kid in the 90s was just so much more fun, so much so much cooler than now, I would say. I mean, don't get me wrong. Today's kids got are spoiled. Now, you, we thought the 90s was spoiling. Yo, the, this generation spoiled, man. Like... Back then, there was no such thing as I wanted a cell phone for Christmas. It was toys, games, whatever, and of course, not clothes. Now, you know, kids nowadays, uh, you know, they can't, they're born with with a screen in front of them. They're gonna die with a screen in front of them. I mean, we're just kids are just surrounded by screens, man. They're asking for iPads, they're asking for tablets, they're asking for cell phones. They're not. Let me tell you something. Give a kid a toy, give them like two days. That toy is kicked off somewhere. Like the attention span of these kids nowadays are so short without a screen it's it's ridiculous and if i'm lying please tell me i am because i'm not all right that's just my opinion but um yeah man the internet you know it was it was was something and then you know apple had that you know laptops started becoming a thing um started to become more affordable i guess even though they were like big as fuck and heavy as shit you know what i mean compared to what we got here and stuff like that and again um the toys, right? Like, I remember Furby was such a big fucking deal. Tickle Me Elmo. Yes. People were getting beat up for a Tickle Me Elmo. It was like uh, that movie Jingle All the Way with Arnold Schwarzenegger. And they were trying to fight for the Turbo Man doll with Sinbad. Yeah, that that's kind of exactly. You had to be there to see it. Um, and, and Furby. Furby was big. I think Furby, I was probably like fifth or sixth grade when Furby um, was a thing. Tickle Me Elmo was, I guess, junior high school. Um, that was just mind-blowing, phenomenal fucking toys. And then what else was a big, big toy that all kids wanted? I know distinct. I distinctively remember those two. I know every year has a, um, a toy or a fat. Oh, I know you guys remember the Talk Boy. God, I always wanted a fucking talk boy. I had a talk boy pen, right? I mean, every kid wanted to be Kevin McAllister with that talk boy. When he when that was like product placed in the movie, immediately they released the talk boy, right? It was just amazing. You know, if you don't know what a talk boy is, it is a tape recorder, right? It's kind of funny shaped wedge tape recorder with a little microphone that sticks out, and you can record people, and of course you can speed up the voices, slow down the voices, uh, add little effects to it. It was ahead of its time, right? It, but it was just a, a, a tape recorder, but it was used in Home Alone. And they came out with the talk boy, and they, of course, they also like, this would, you know, this was kind of like, a, you know, not much of a thing, like how the whole gender thing is. They also came out with a talk girl, Right, and they came out with a talk boy pen. I had a talk boy pen, right? I swear, if I find one at a Goodwill somewhere, I you please believe I will let you know the talk boy pen. But I had one, and and, and unfortunately, the talk boy pen was only able to record for about mm, fifteen seconds, and then that was it. Then you had to like, and of course, you can make cool sound effects and slow it down, speed it up too. But then again, you had to, um, if you wanted to record something else, you had to record over what you had last song. Yeah. Oh, excuse me. It, it was what it was, right? I mean, I, God, I'm just sparking up so much nostalgia. Actually, right now, as we as I'm talking, I'm looking up the Talkboy pen, and let me see. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, 
God. It was called the Talkboy FX Plus. Um, it came out. God damn, well, did it really cost this much? There's no way this pen cost this much. This shit cost over 50 bucks. I had my aunt pay over 50 bucks for this Talkboy pen. And now I don't even have this pen. I need to find this pen. If hey, if you do find this pen, please let me know. Send me an email, daily the daily mind podcast at gmail.com and let me know if you actually found this pen because I forgot. I, God, it's been so long since I've seen it. I'm talking mid-90s. That's a long time ago. Anyway, enough with the talk boy pen. Um <clears throat> one other one other aspect I remember of um growing up in the 90s was um the movies, right? Oh countless, countless classic, classic movies. Um, and one movie, if I can remember distinctively, um, of the 90s, that was just the epitome of the 90s, um, was Dumb and Dumber. I think Dumb and Dumber is definitely one of the funniest movies of the 1990s. And I mean, the 1990s ushered a lot, especially Jim Carrey. He peaked at that time was the 1990s. But all the movies that I remember growing up, um, Speed was one of my favorite action movies. Um, Die Hard, of course, uh, Die Hard with a Vengeance. Um, and then of course you had comedies like Dumb and Dumber. Um, what else? There's just so many, I, I can't really think of. It's just, that's definitely one of them. Right. And of course, um, um, animated movies too. You had, um, Aladdin, you had Pocahontas. Toy Story is by far one of my favorite animated movies of the nineties because it was a movie that was way ahead of its fucking time. It took four years to make that movie. And the technology... Now, of course, looking at Toy Story then and looking at it now, you know, you look like, oh, man, that's some pretty crappy animation. But you got to go back in time. No one, no one has made a movie like that before. Like, 3D animation has been attempted. But, you know, a lot of people came up short with, like, shitty-ass development tools and computers. But this was, like, Disney, right? Disney had a big-ass budget for this movie. And I mean, like, the visuals were just eye-popping way way ahead of its time but if you notice over time with the toy story series the animation gotten better but that's because the technology gotten better the computer animation gotten better the programming got better just the whole nine yards everything got better right um what else is a um anim- a big animated movie i think of that time i already said it was toy story um god uh space jam space jam was another one um Definitely a big one. South Park even came out with an animated movie at the time. I remember going to the movie theater. This movie theater didn't give a shit. I fucking went to this movie theater and I paid my little $9, whatever. I still remember the day I ate like a 20-piece chicken nugget by myself. I still remember that. It's crazy. Went, saw the South Park movie. And what was mind-blowing, it was just basically an hour and a half long episode of South Park, but it was uncensored. So hearing the kids curse without it being bleeped was just like, oh, shit. Like what? <laughs> it's just I loved it. You know what I mean? I just I, I absolutely loved it. Damn, look, I already got God damn 10, 10 minutes. Damn, did 20 minutes really go by that fast? I, I I tell you, man. And then like um I guess the politics of the 90s too, growing up in the 90s. Now, I said before in a previous episode, I love watching the news. I don't know, as a kid, I had this affinity with Watching the news, maybe I, I secretly probably wanted to be a uh, weatherman or a news ca- uh, news anchorman, right? But I always watch the news. Even to this day, I still watch the 10 o'clock news. You know what I mean? A lot of bullshit, but I still watch it, right? Like a fucking pastime or something. Um, but a lot of political stuff happened. I mean, 
One event I remember distinctively was the 93 World Trade Center bombing. I was in New York at the time. Now, I remember, I think that day, I actually went on a school trip that day. I remember. I don't know where I went, but I remember it snowed that day. We took a school bus into the city. Might have went to like one of the museums or something like that. But that's the same day, February 27th, I believe, 1993. I was in third grade at the time. And that happened. I, I still remember that shit. I still remember my trip to the World Trade Center three years later. Um, we were watching this premiere of this very short-lived cartoon you probably never heard of. It's called The Balloonatics. We were one of the first kids in America to see this cartoon at the observation deck of the original Twin Towers. It was amazing. I, I, I was more interested in just being up there at the Twin Towers than the fucking cartoon, because the cartoon didn't fucking last anyway. But, um, yeah. Um, so you had big things like the... Um, like the Columbine shootings, the fucking Unabomber, uh, the World Trade Center explosion, the ethnic cleansing out in Eastern Europe, um, Bill Clinton's Monica Lewinsky scandal. I remember that. I was in junior high school. Um, the Nancy Kerrigan thing with, <laughs> with the skating incident. Um, oh, God, it was just so much. I can only pack into like a 30-minute episode, but um, – it's just because, I don't know, man. It was just something about the 90s that I just miss, right? Oh, and, and food, too. Snacks. Oh, let me get into that real quick. Man, when you went to McDonald's back in the days, you got your fucking money's worth, right? And you had you were able to supersize for an extra few cents and the whole nine yards. But some of the snacks, man, oh, my God. They had a thing. They had a snack called Fundamentals. Um, and they had this one cereal. Um, oh, God, what the name of the cereal is. But they had, like... They were crunchy corn cereal cereal with like these little fruit in it and hidden treasures. That's it. Hidden treasures. That's a cereal nobody probably ever heard of. But that cereal is amazing. Um, 3D Doritos, Dunkaroos. Dunkaroos was way better back in the day. I know they had a resurgence now of Dunkaroos, but let me tell you, the Dunkaroos today taste nothing like the Dunkaroos back then. The cookies are so thin. The cream, um, the frosting or whatever is just it tastes almost the same but the cookies were just so fucking disappointing in this one and then i it's so many other snacks and stuff that was discontinued oh my god cookies and cream i'm sorry no twix had four different flavors right now it's not just the flavor you see now they had cookies and cream uh peanut butter um and some other shit too they have four different flavors and of course the original and also hershey's cookies and mint Let me tell you about Hershey's Cookies and Mint. You ain't going to really find it anywhere else. But um, our local 24-hour store in Queens, um, I would go down there all the time with my little 50 cents. Yes, candy bars were 50 cents at the time. And I would go down there, and I would, Hershey's Cookies and Mint was there. That shit was so good. Why did they discontinue it? I don't know. But so many snacks that I remember <clears throat> growing up was discontinued. It's ugh, These kids in the, nowadays have no idea what a supersize um, <laughs> uh, McDonald's meal would be like. You know what I mean? I remember, hey, McDonald's was at its peak in the 90s. In fact, there was one point they came out with a, a Big Mac. I swear to God, they had four patties. I am not lying. In fact, I'm going to look this up right now because McDonald's was so much more fun back in the days than now. I mean, the kids' Happy Meals were actually Happy Meals. They weren't no crappy-ass little fucking toys with four eyes on them and ugh, like the adult happy meal like that that to me was just mind-blowing um let me see the big mac with four patties 
God, when did this come out? Because I remember this was mind blowing. Um, let me see. When was this? The double Big Mac? Yeah, this was not that long ago. It might have. I could be wrong. It could could have been in a. God, let me see. I don't know. I could have sworn I seen this in the nineties though. I could have sworn, but they had so many other cool sandwiches and stuff. But in, in any fast food you went to at the time, you were getting you were getting your money's worth, man. But I'm not gonna harp too much on fast food and snacks. But those aspects of growing up in the nineties, I remember so fondly, man. Like oh God, and in the family functions, we had so many barbecues. I remember all the family barbecues, man. It, it's just like God. I wish we could go back in time and. I tell you. And then school. School was fun. I think the best time in the 90s for me was junior high school. I had a blast in junior high school. I had a fucking blast in junior high school. Um, a lot of my elementary school friends <clears throat> that I grew up with, um, it's you know, I still keep in contact with them. It's still good. Um, of course, I lost some people along the way, but that's what happens. Um, my first love. I still keep in contact with her. Not on some crazy ass shit. You know, we're friends, just friends. She's got her life. I got mine. I'm married, but I still keep in contact. You know what I mean? It's just, it's hey, listen, people come and go, but some people stick around, right? That's just what it is though. But man, I don't know, man. And then I guess, you know, there's no decade so far that I've lived that would outdo the nineties, not even the two thousands. The two thousands to me was just, something it wasn't much going on in the 2000s right i mean a marriage whatever right and then 2010s and then up to where i'm at right now i don't know i'd say some of the best years of my life so far has been growing up and i guess my 30s i don't know maybe we need to do an episode on like the peak of a man or woman's life like where do you peak where's your prime yeah prime like when is the prime of your life truly a lot of people have that um their own idea of when the prime of their lives are. I'm going to tell you right now, I think personally I'm in the prime right now. I'm 37. I think I hit my prime about the mid-30s. And the reason why I say that is because I am more confident than I've ever been before. Um, I'm a a little bit more sure of myself. You know, I'm just, you know, I'm working on it. You know, I've, I've been like a really shy kid growing up back in the day very very shy barely had any girls for some reason my aunt thought i was gay for the simple fact she never really seen me with a girl it wasn't that it was just me being an awkward kid you know what i mean like i don't know i'm an awkward person even now i've been described as complex now i don't know whether to take that as a compliment or take it as something that is probably not good but I like being complex, I guess, right? It get, keeps people guessing, right? You know, trying to figure you out, trying to crack your code, if you will. Hey, everybody has a code. Everybody has a shell that needs to be cracked, right? But don't let somebody crack it. You crack your own shell. When you're ready to get out that shell, then you do what you do. But I would love to hear some stories and some emails. Please, for the love of God, I haven't gotten any emails from anybody. Please, I just love to hear just one email. Just one. How, I opened up a whole email for this, this uh, podcast. I don't even got an email. It's quite sad. Tears. But um, no, I would love to hear. Um, I'll even post a question, of course, um, of your experience in the 90s for those who are within my age group, right? Um, or look, I'm not even trying to keep this age specific, right? Because, you know, even like younger kids growing up in 2000 may know a little something about the 90s or through some research or whatnot, right? But I want to hear 
what was uh, your, what did you like about the 90s the most growing up, right? Whether it could be the TV shows, the video games, food, um, culture, like you, whatever, right? Music. I would love to know what you loved about the 90s. I already just gave you a whole episode about the 90s for me, right? I'm just giving you a question. And, you know, you could be as descriptive and long as possible or as you want with your answer. I mean, again, I would love to hear an email. And again, for those who are new to the show, because I'm seeing some of the analytics and I'm getting people from England. People from England are listening to my show. That is the audience I wanted to capture for sure. I spent the time in England for a little bit, for like, you know, a little vacation when I was stationed out in Europe. Loved it. Absolutely love England. I, I swear, if I if I could right now, I'd fucking move to England. I'm not even kidding. But anyway, um, the Daily Mind Podcast at gmail.com is the official email for this show. Again, um, you could send me a hello, send me a picture, nothing crazy. You don't even got to send me a picture. You send me a picture, then it's, as long as it's some some weird shit, I don't know. But just send me something. Send a hello. And then, of course, uh, occasionally I post questions for each of these shows. Um, take a gander at it. Um, answer a question or two. Um, but yeah, oh, we're running out of time. All right, so hey, it's it's time for me to go. Um, again, the Daily Mind Podcast at gmail.com. Give me a holler. All right, hey, thanks for listening to this episode of the Daily Mind. I am your host, Austin E. Right? Well, you know, last name's Edwards. It says it in the fucking description. Anyway, thanks for listening to the show. Um, we'll do this again um, tomorrow. Um, unfortunately, some bad news. I may not be around for the weekend. Okay, so. I might not do any episode on the weekend. I'll keep you posted. But in the meantime, there will be an episode tomorrow. I promise you. All right. So, hey, just uh, take it easy. Have a great night. And um, we'll do this again tomorrow. Thanks for listening. Ciao.